Hello kids and welcome to another exciting episode of Radio Intelliki. I am your humble host, Paul Lado, and today we are going to talk about just eating brains, right? So a lot of people have called me and they've said, you know what, we want we want your opinion, Lado, on things like death and relationships and dreams and Yada yada, and I thought, well, what the fuck, you know? I'll take down some notes, and I'll give you guys what you want. Um, and so I've picked a couple of subjects that I've been kind of thinking about and writing about and journaling about, and I thought I'd give you guys some of my thoughts on it. So I hope you guys will hang out and uh, enjoy what I'm about to talk about. As usual, the rules of engagement. Hey man, I don't do research. Uh, so if you want research, go somewhere else. Um, you know, and I swear a lot, fuck shit ass, boobs, cunt, the whole lot. So if you're offended easily, then you may want to get out of here. Okay, we're going to kick off with some of my thoughts on death, okay? And death is a very, very interesting one because my thoughts are that along with some sexual shame, right, the fear of death is probably one of the ways that life controls most people and and keeps us kind of enthralled, right? Because fear of death creates a a state of denial in which we exist, as if we're kind of suspended in animation, right? And in order to fend off this terror, we just kind of refuse to think or talk about death at all, okay? Um, Of course, you know, we'll indulge in regret over how tragic it is, or, you know, we'll, we'll actually, you know, get all excited about sensational ones like rock stars and actors and shit. So, you know, most people live their lives as if death is, is never going to touch them, right? As if they have all the time in the world, which is, of course, absolute bullshit, right? What we need to start doing is we need to start talking about death. We need to accept death as just another part of life. Um, we need to not be scared of death per se. We need to put our houses in order. We need to make sure that everything is taken care of and just, you know, accept it for what it is. Now, primitive cultures have always had a healthy respect, right, and this kind of fascination for the death process and, you know, have even spoken about the realms of the afterlife. So there's kind of, they've had initiation ceremonies, where it's mandatory for any warrior of any age to kind of, as they're becoming a man or a woman, um, it kind of meant undergoing certain ordeals to lead to full awareness of death, right? Now, we in life are kind of deprived of such kind of coming of age rituals. So in a lot of ways, we kind of remain perpetual adolescents, right? Children these days, kind of as they reach, reach puberty or even earlier, generally experience awe and terror of the idea of death, right? Even though death is all around them in games, in movies, and so forth. And since our culture doesn't provide instructions to help them deal with these feelings, they just kind of, they, they just repress, okay? They repress any thought of death, they repress any thought of, of their life ending, uh, you know? So instead, we kind of give them these thoughts on heaven and hell and faith and so forth. And we kind of go on to accept these things blindly um, or else we kind of think about them for a while and then kind of reject them uh, out of hand, right? Either way, we rarely, if ever, allowed the idea of death or eternity to become an active kind of creative force in our lives. Now, that is a big, a big issue, right? Because... If you want to become enlightenment, enlightened, sorry, you kind of have to think about death hourly, daily, right? And that—that's how the samurai, for example, lived. They—they they realized that it was not some indistinct, far distant possibility, but an inevitable reality around the every corner, every day, the hour, the second that they that they, they could die, and it would be reduced to nothing. So, in a lot of ways, what they did was they just accepted that and lived in the moment. Now, I know this is very hard to understand, but I think that's one of the key things that I'm trying to accomplish in my own life, is to just live in the moment. I know that all I have is right now, 
and so I try to live here, right? I understand that death is coming. I understand that it's coming for me just like it's coming for all my loved ones. It's coming for everyone. I accept that and I choose to just be here now and enjoy what I have at this very moment. Okay, we'll be back soon, so I hope you guys uh, will stay and uh, we'll play a couple songs and see how we go. Mama, take this badge off of me I can't use it anymore It's getting dark, much too dark to see I've let you down. I've let that here down. Fernando, I... I miss you. I miss your voice. I have all these voices in my head, but yours. It's the only one I can live without. I... Mailbox is full.
everything in my life. I'm like, I'm a lion.
back. We're back. Hope you guys are enjoying some of these songs. There's some awesome songs on tonight. I mean, I don't... I just started playing around with different songs and seeing how I went, and I quite enjoyed what I came up with. So, um... <coughs> excuse me. The next thing I want to have a little bit of a talk about is drugs! Drugs is interesting, right? Because people often ask me what my thoughts are on drugs. Now, the way I see it, right, from my point of view, everything in today's society is a drug of some kind, right? And we are very, very dependent on drugs. So in a word, we are addicted. But then, of course, there are drugs and there are drugs. Now, to me, the, the principal unrecognized drug in today's culture is TV, right? Billions of people rely alter, uh, sort of utterly on their TVs to keep them amused. And they would go insane without them. Now, the other drug, of course, is the Internet. I mean, I've heard of people that have tried to unplug from both TV and the internet for 24 hours, 48 hours, and have started to feel sick, which is fucking crazy, right? So if, if you try to forcibly unplug them, right, uh, over time, you know, a lot of people would go, you know, would die or go mad. And I think a lot of that would happen because of that external stimuli. We can no longer amuse ourselves internally, right? We can no longer read books. We can no longer keep ourselves amused. We need something outside of ourselves to keep to keep us going, not just for amusement, but also for validation, right? How many people have hit me up on Facebook and so forth? Now, on the other hand, like prescribed pharmaceutical drugs, they are without a doubt the as far as I'm concerned, the biggest industry in the in the current military complex, designed in laboratories as cures for every imaginable conditional malfunction, right? Means that it keeps us safe from despair. Right? So what that means to me is, you know, you're feeling a little down, go to the doctor, get a pill, it'll get sorted out. Like it doesn't matter that it'll keep you addicted. You know, antidepressants, they just give that shit away like it's M&Ms. And you'll be on that for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You've got a small ailment. Why look for, you know, alternatives? Just go straight to a doctor. I'm sure that there will be a pill for it, right? Um, The feeling that whatever is wrong in your life or in yourself can be reduced to just a chemical imbalance that can be cured by... A little pill designed by unknown people with fucked up murky motivations, right? And a lot of that, to me, is almost like a form of faith, right? You have no idea what you're putting into your body. You have no idea what you're becoming addicted to. But it's a drug and it'll make you feel better, so go ahead and take it, okay? Alcohol is the only recognized drug that is still permitted in a central place in human society, right? Uh, other drugs, uh, tobacco, cocaine, speed, MDMA, marijuana, they're less socially acceptable in society, but in a lot of ways, they are equally central to, to most people's existence, okay? Most people will use any means at all to flee from the truth about themselves, and since they're kind of bred and programmed to be dependent from the outset, they merely shift their differences to do whatever is at hand, Right? Now, that said, drugs can also be used by people as a means to prepare to unplug. So certain drugs, particularly the psychedelic variety from marijuana to LSD to DMT, right, they can provide people with a glimpse of the true nature of life, a glimpse of of the code, right? Um, And this is because a lot of these drugs serve to shut down the ego mind, right, and break the flow of rational thought. I mean, from from the beginning, we're told that feelings are bad. You know, feelings are dangerous. Feelings don't, you know, reason is the way to go. A lot of these drugs break down that reason, right? And, uh, you know, allow you to actually get a glimpse at your feelings and what's behind the curtain, right? Now, a lot of people say, well, but, but that's dangerous. Yeah, absolutely, it's dangerous. But it's dangerous to walk your dog down the fucking street, Right? It's dangerous to get into your car and drive three blocks. It's dangerous to do anything. In life, there is risk. Right? The thing is, what are you trying to achieve? And when you're trying to achieve it, what amount of risk are you willing to undertake? Right? 
So my thoughts on drugs in summary are that everything in our lives is a drug and we're all addicted to something. If we are talking about, uh, you know, uh, pharmaceutical drugs, shit, take a look at your life and see exactly what there is out there that you're putting into your body. If you're talking about drugs, television, the internet, Facebook, fucking Twitter, Instagram, all that shit's a drug. If we're talking about uh, what's called illicit drugs or illegal drugs, you know, they're only illegal because they can't be controlled, Okay, but yes, there is a risk of what you're putting into the, your body. So to me, everything is a drug. We have to think wider than just illicit drugs for, to deal with addiction in our lives. Okay, I'm going to go and play a couple more songs and we'll be back soon. Remember when 
and the holy dove was moving too and every breath we drew was hallelujah 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 or maybe there is a god above All I've ever learned from love was how to shoot somebody who I drew yeah. It's not a cry that you hear at night. It's not somebody who's seen the light. It's a call and it's a broken hallelujah. Just killing time. 
Hope you guys are still enjoying the music. God knows I am. I'm loving it. All right, relationships. Relationships. Okay, here are my thoughts on relationships. Most people define themselves through others. They're wholly dependent on what others think of them, right? As such, they're obsessed above all with their relationships and with the holy grail of relationships, right? The love affair. Now, most people lack all self-worth or self-knowledge or anything resembling a sense of identity. They tend to seek assurance and consolation outside of themselves in other people. Their ultimate goal, then, is to find another person who will love them as they are and provide them with all the comfort and solace and sympathy and support that they're unable to provide for themselves. They are, in essence, not at peace with themselves. They don't accept themselves. They can only be worthy if someone else tells them that they're worthy. So most relationships are based on need and desire. They're not based on love or even lust. Though lust is, you know, often the kind of the initial factor that, that brings people together. But they're really based on purely selfish factors. Most people seek to have their view of the world reinforced by another, right? And to try and establish a, a complicity whereby they can isolate themselves from the world without feeling lonely. And this complicity is based as much upon fear as on love, and is equally kind of characterized by suspicion as by trust. And like everything that most people do, such love is a simulation, a surrogate for the real thing, a pseudo-relationship, right? So really, what happens here is that we're not comfortable in ourselves. So, you know, we don't believe that we're worthy unless someone else tells us that we're worthy. Now, to me, I, I've been guilty of this pretty much my whole life, and it's only been recently that I've started thinking of, of things like detachment, right? Choosing to be with someone as opposed to choosing to need to be with someone. Um, but, you know, I'm in a place where I can be with someone without needing to be with someone, without needing that person to actually validate who I am. And so for me, it's it's quite interesting because the relationships to me, if you want to get the best out of a relationship, you be you, she be she, or he be he, but don't ever attach your happiness to another person. Right, your happiness is your own fucking business, not their business. They're not there to make you happy, right? They should be there to just be there. You connect with that person, you spend time with that person, and that's fine. But don't ever attach your well-being, your happiness, anything like that, your self-worth to that external person, right? Go make yourself happy, and allow them to be happy. And when you guys come together, hopefully you'll be happy together without having a requirement. To look after that person emotionally or physically or in any other way. All right, we'll be back soon, so hang in there. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't go. I got guns in my head and they won't go. Spirits in my head and they won't. I've been looking at the stars tonight. And I think, oh, how I miss that bright sun.
to do a shout out to some of our show sponsors tracks restaurants at uh 533 nepean highway in bomb beach uh monday nights uh wednesday nights palmer night thursday night steak night somewhere between 20 and 25 bucks and you get a drink as well go down say hi to jeff and casey they've got a mad menu they've got a mad amount of food so go down eat them and hang out OzPetMinders at ozpetminders.com.au, your trusted pet care alternative. Call Mr. Kevin Spencer today on 048 They do dog walking, pet transport, waste removal, feeding and watering, medications, you name it. If you go away, they do bins in and out, security checks, etc., etc. So give them a call on 048 or go to ozpetminders.com.au. Uh, Dubsis at dubsis.com, D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. My homeboy, Ivan Prosper, he does uh, design, development, deployment, the entire software development lifecycle. He'll do designs from, uh, sorry, websites from scratch, customizations of existing websites, front-end and back-end design and development. He'll do on-page and off-page search engine optimization, pretty much anything that you want, this guy can do. So go to dubsis.com. D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com for all your web application development needs. Uh, Cruise PT on Facebook. That's C-R-U-Z space PT for personal training. My little brother, Phil the Cruise, mad trainer, mad fighter. If you want to get super fit, learn how to fight without getting punched in the face, he is your man. Uh, Check out his Instagram page as well. Some crazy videos. So reach out to him on Facebook at Cruise PT. And of course, um, Screaming Fire Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, my own Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. We've always got our um, uh, 16-week empowerment through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu self-defense. You don't need to be fast. You don't need to be strong. You just need to know what you're doing. 
come down, have a chat to us, or reach out to us on Facebook at Screaming Fire BJJ. Okay. All right. Let's get back into this. So the next thing I'd like to have a little bit of a talk about is dreams. People often ask me, now, what are your thoughts on dreams? Well, most people actually don't dream. Um, and I think the reason they, they don't dream is because they stop themselves or they're blocked. There's almost kind of like a blockage in, in their minds about dreaming or alternatively they tend to take their their dreams so seriously when they do dream that it's that it's not good now i i occasionally have dreams i occasionally don't have dreams but when i do i just fob them off i don't think about them it's just what it is right i don't um think too hard about what they mean or what they don't mean i just accept them for what they are but I think a lot of people probably read more into their dreams than they should. There's a whole bunch of literature around them. There's also a whole bunch of charlatans. There's also a whole branch of psychology around. I tend not to worry too much about it. I think the important thing about dreams is to let them come and let them go. Don't spend too much time thinking about them. Just move right along. And don't stress too hard because you know what? they are what they are they're just our subconscious releasing ideas it doesn't mean shit as with anything in life it doesn't mean shit unless you make it mean shit right if you make it mean shit and you interpret them any way you want to then you can make them be whatever they choose to be just understand that it doesn't always work out the way we want it to all right i'm gonna go and uh, play a couple songs and we'll be back to finish off the show
respect But they keep asking where I go next Oh, we're chasing is the sunset Come on, mind on you Doesn't matter where we are, 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 are Doesn't matter where we are, 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 are. Doesn't matter, no If there's a moment when it's perfect We'll cover names as the sun goes down As the sun goes down Keep asking where we go next Oh, we're chasing is the sunset Come on, mind on you Doesn't matter where we are, 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 are. Doesn't matter where we are, 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 Doesn't matter, no If there's a moment when it's perfect We'll cover names as the sun goes down We've reached the end of the show, my friends, and I guess we're kind of down to a final kind of thought from Lido, and that's really on religion. Now, my thoughts are simple. True religion is really about the means of reconnecting to a higher power, a true reality. Um, it is the very essence of what should be our purpose, and yet... In order for us to do that, we have to do away with reason and start thinking about faith. We have to unplug. Now, this appears to most people to be really crazy because we have based our whole lives on science, not faith. Nothing says that um, you can't have both. Right? A lot of people say that Faith is just something that science hasn't been able to explain yet. It's possible or it's something that maybe science will never be able to kind of explain. For most people, religion is not a means for connecting to the truth, but a means of not having to think about it too much, right? Um, most religion, organized religion, provides answers to ready-made questions and kind of forbids any questions for which it has no answers, right? That is part of life. It's really designed to sublimate and divert the spiritual instinct of people and drive them to seek a higher meaning, right? So by providing a, a low-grade imitation of this meaning in the various kind of world religions, it serves to placade uh, people undiscerning enough to accept second-rate explanations, right? So basically... Um, people are too lazy to actually seek their own spiritual guidance to seek their way forward they'll just turn to something that is like oh, you know they seem to have all the answers let's just go in there and do that and to me it, it kind of scares me it really scares me because religion as we know it i hate the word i don't like the word religion i don't hate it i just don't like it right because it it's it 
kind of, um, uh, to me, it kind of speaks of dogma, right? Doctrine. Just follow along and everything will be fine. And that's not the case. It's like education. You have to seek your own education outside of our educational institutions to become a, a former person. And that's the same with spirituality. If you want to connect to a higher being, then you connect with that higher being through whatever means necessary. You don't need a church to go to. You can talk to that higher being in any place, any way. But in order to do that, you have to have a certain degree of faith because nine out of ten times it's going to be a one-way conversation. It's all about what you believe. But when you start talking to most people about this, they kind of freak out. If they can't measure it, fuck it, eat it, whatever, then it doesn't exist. If they can't touch it, it doesn't exist. And that's not the case at all for me. I think spirituality, um, connecting to a higher power, is based on faith. You have to have that faith. But that higher power is totally different for everyone. All right, we've kind of reached the end of the show, so I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope you guys have had a good time. My dogs are going ape shit, and I don't know why. But um, I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Give some thought to what I told you. It's not the way. It's just my way. But I hope it's kind of answered some of the questions that I've been getting about, um, you know, what my thoughts are on some of these subjects. Anyway, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And I'll see you next week. Deuces.
of black. 